morning, there's uh, multiple Mamorim on Chanukah from the Balatanya, from the Altarebbe, starting in last week's Parsha of Vayeshev, and of course in this week's Parsha of Miketz. We're going to start the Mimer, which is on the Lamed base, page 32. The Dibar Maskal starts in Yom Chanukah. So let's begin. In Yom Chanukah, again, Daf Lamed Beis, Amid Beis, the second part, the second column. The Alter Rebbe says, In Yom Chanukah, what's the concept of Chanukah? What's the lesson we can learn from Chanukah? Hine Kavu Hanes Beneris. The Chachamim established to commemorate the miracle of Chanukah, Dafka through lighting candles. This is not how it is in other miracles. So the Shaila is, why did the Chachamim establish that the miracle of Chanukah should be dafka on candles? We don't find that there's a miracle, that there's a, net, that there's a commemoration of candles in any other holiday. He explains right there, on Pesach, Yitzis Mitzrayim, when we celebrate the miracle of leaving Mitzrayim, what does the Torah say? Teichu matzis. We have to eat matzis. The Purim, and when we celebrate the miracle of Purim, the Megillah says, Yimei mishte v'simcha. That these are days of mishte, of, of like feasting and joy. Kineged ha'golos shayagamkin gufin. And this physical commemoration corresponds to the fact that the gullus, which we were miraculously saved from, was also a physical exile. The Mitzrayim, and in Mitzrayim, the Choymer Ubelruvenim. We were enslaved with Choymer, with mortar, and Beluvenim, uh, with bricks. In the times of Haman, Bikish Lahashmid, Megillah says that Haman wanted to destroy the Hashmid, the Arig, the Abid, the Skola Yehudim. He wanted to destroy everybody. Ushlalam Lovis and take their property as spoils. Shank in Bechanakah. Now, in the story of Chanakah, Shayusrol Shluyim Alad Mosim. Legolum Artsum, Agolosatera. So, when it came to Chanakah, the Yidin were still living in the land of Eretz Yisrael. And they weren't exiled from their land. And there wasn't any like physical uh, destruction to the Yidin. Rather, what was the Golos? The Golos was Golos HaTero. The exile was a spiritual exile in the Tero. So, basically what Dr. Rebbe is asking is, why is it when it comes to the holiday of Hanukkah, we are like celebrating more of a spiritual holiday. In other words, yes, there, there was a nest that, like the Ran says, that they couldn't get oil for Sukkim. It's still part of the question. Why is it, basically, why are we commemorating with candles? In other words, by the nest of Pesach that we see as Mitzrayim, so there was a nest. What was the nest is that we left Mitzrayim, so we have to eat matzahs. 
Purim, we celebrate it with festivities. And the physical bodies of the Jews were, were, um, were, uh, were, were, were exiled, and they were threatened. As we know, by, by uh, Mitzrayim, Parim worked our bodies. And uh, also he tried to kill all the firstborns. In the times of Haman, Haman wanted to physically destroy the Jews and take their spoils. They were in Eretz Yisrael, and the entire Golos was only Golos HaTeda. It says, If we say in the davening of Hanukkah, they wanted to cause us to forget your Teda. And to cause and to transgress the Chukim of your will. In other words, it doesn't say that the Greeks, the Syrian Greeks, were trying to destroy the Torah. Torah should have said, Lashkicham Torah. Why does it say Torah Secha? Because the Greeks, the Syrian Greeks, didn't have a problem with the Jews learning Torah. They didn't, the, the issue was that it was the Abishur's Torah. Learn Torah because it's a wise book. Learn Torah because it makes sense, Afiseichel. But when it comes to Chukim, when it comes to Torah Secha, that they wanted to eradicate, they wanted to, to erase. Therefore, the Chacham established to commemorate this, like the, the Ruchnius with the Yeshua, with candles. Why candles? Hashem Apostle, the Pasuk says, in Mishlei, Ki Ner Mitzvah which means for a mitzvah is a lamp and Vetayda Er. The Torah is a light. So when we speak, when we refer to a mitzvah, we say the word ner. Mitzvah has to do with a candle. It has to do with a lamp. Torah has to do with light. Then the end of the Pasuk says, musr, which means, and the path of life is achieved through constructive criticism. That's what the Pasuk says, Kiner Mitzvah Vitaida Ir, that a candle is compared to a mitzvah, a mitzvah is compared to a candle, and Taira is light. And the Derachaim Kechokas Musr, that the way to life is a tree is achieved through constructive criticism. He says, in order to understand this Pasik, the Gam Sefer Dikradiksiv, to understand the end of the Pasik says. The derech chaim. The pasuk says that the derech chaim, the way to life, is kechachas musar, is with constructive criticism. So the question is, what does it mean? The the path of life. What other path is there besides mitzvahs? What other path is there besides v'tera mitzvahs mentioned early in the pasuk? In other words, it's mashma. Kiner mitzvah, the the that the candle is the mitzvah, the Torah is light, and the path to life is with constructive criticism. It's mashma that there's another derachayim that's in addition to Torah mitzvahs. Asks the Alter Rebbe, what can that be? What's what else is there in life besides the Torah mitzvahs? So he says, Ra'inyin, what's this idea? holding that Laman base, 
um, the second paragraph, Inya Chanukah, we just started. So he says like this, Vo'inyin, what's this idea? Shemashahim shoha mitzvah ganev, v'atera le'er, this, that the Torah compares the mitzvah to a lamp, and the Torah to light, Humuvan will be understood as follows. So Altarebbe is now going to bring an analogy. What's the analogy? He says a lamp or a candle is referred to We say, Chazal in Gemara and Shabbos says that when it speaks about the different candles that you're allowed to use or the different uh, oils that you're allowed to use in Shabbos or not allowed to use in Shabbos, the Pasuk says, Ner shel shemen, the candle of oil, or Ner shel shayva, the candle of wax. So we see that oil could be referred to as a candle as well. A lamp or a candle is referred to by oil or wax. So he continues and says, Hine af alpi, even though we know that oil mitzad itself doesn't have light. You can't say that the oil has light to it. on the contrary, oil, if fire falls into oil, the fire will become extinguished. Nonetheless, from the oil is the flame of fire drawn forth, which is held onto the wick. In other words, through the small amount of oil that is drawn onto the wick. So even though the, the oil itself is not fire, but it's dafka through the oil, through the shemen, that the fire could exist. Without oil, you can have a wick, and you can have fire, a match that will light the wick, but if you don't have the oil, then the fire won't, won't, uh, won't be able to last. When the oil runs out, the fire is automatically extinguished. He says, so This is the same thing with a mitzvah. Even though the mitzvah is the will of the king, that the ultimate mitzvah, in other words, when you take a mitzvah and you say, what's the real reason of why Hashem wants us to do it, that's higher and it's beyond any reason or knowledge. And it's not possible to really grasp what the essence of the reason of why we do a mitzvah. Nevertheless, it's dafka through the mitzvah that you could draw forth the light of wisdom of Teresh which in regards to Teresh the it says the Teresh comes forth from wisdom. In other words, like this, just like the oil, the oil itself is not the light, but it's dafka through oil that light could we have a shaykhist to light. In other words, without the oil, the light won't burn, it will extinguish right away. So the same thing with mitzvahs. A mitzvah 
we don't really understand the reason of why we're doing things. So ultimately, why are we doing this mitzvah? It's because that's what Hashem, this is the will of Hashem. Our will is higher than any understanding. But the truth is, is that dafka, because of the mitzvah, we're able to draw down the Torah. Dafka, through a mitzvah, we're able to have a connection with the Chochmah of Torah. So he says, the wisdom and understanding of Torah Shabbat The wisdom and understanding of the Torah Shabbat the oral Torah, is to understand and grasp the explanation and the reasons by the halachas of the mitzvahs. according to its topic. So basically, what he's, say, what he's saying is, is just like the main component of a lamp is specifically the oil, even though the oil itself doesn't directly produce the fire light, but the entire light and fire of the lamp is drawn forth through the oil, through the wick. So, so too, even the mitzvahs themselves are not directly understandable, but the entire wisdom and knowledge of Teresh derives from explaining how to fulfill the mitzvahs properly. In other words, the, the, like the, the, the ruchnistic light and fire of the Gemara and other parts of Teresh are all derived from the mitzvahs themselves. Fine. He says, we're holding Ubira Inyin. Line starts with a beer inyan, middle of the page. So he says, beer inyan derech prat Hashem. He says to, to explain this concept further, specifically in Avedis Hashem, in the service of Hashem, during davening. Binixiv is written. We say in uh, this is a pasuk in in Ishmaes uh, in Parshas Kiseitzi, not Kiseitzi Kisarim. Forgot, but we say in davening, Every morning, it says when the koyen will hitivu, which means improve, by lighting up the neiris yaktirena, he should give teiras. He should bring the teiras. And when Aaron will bring up the fire of the lamps of the Menera in the afternoon, he should again burn the Kteris. So, the simple pshat of the Pesach means that when Aaron, every morning, the Koyen would, it's a machlekes, if the Menera would be lit in the morning and in the night. A simple pshat, when Aaron would come in the morning, so what would he do? So it says when he's like cleaning out the Menera from the night before, the wicks, so Yaktirena, he has to bring Kteris. Where was the Kteris? The Kteris was in the Mizbech HaPnimi. That while they were cleaning out the Menera, they would also have this incense burn up to, to uh, Mamaira. And then the Pasuk says, Uba'alis Aaronis Aaronis Ben Arboim, and when Aaron's going to light the Menera at night, Yaktirena, he should bring the Kteris as well. So basically, in the, in the, let's learn according to Bashtab Shat that Lav Dafke, again, is a machlekes Rishenim, 
Maklal, if they would light the menorah twice. So, at the same time that either they were lighting the menorah or, let's say, cleaning out the menorah, they would also burn the incense. Now, the Alter Rebbe asks, Now, it says in the mo- it says that in regards to when the when the koyin was cleaning out the menorah, what does the pasuk say? Behitivu. It says when the, he's going to improve. And in the evening, what does it say? Ba'alis when he brings up. So the question is, if they're both talking about the time of lighting the menorah, how come in the morning the Torah uses the expression behitivu? when you improve it, and in the evening, the Pasuk uses the Lashon of Ba'alis when you bring up. Okay, so the Rebbe says like this. Hine Knesset Yisrael, Hine Knesset Yisrael, Mokr Nesham Yisrael, Nikras B'Shem Enera. So he says like this. The Knesset Yisrael, which means the source of the Yidin, which is the source of the Neshamis, is called the name of the Menera. The Yidin are called, we call them, let's say, Bnei Yisrael or Klal Yisrael. But when, when we're referring to the source of Jews, we refer to as Knesset Yisrael. Now, Knesset Yisrael is referred to as well in the name of the Menera. Now, if the Mokr, if the source of the Neshamis is compared to the Menera, so we learn out that the entire Jewish people below basically are compared to the Menero. So the Maimah is going to give now two examples of how the Jewish people are similar to the Menero in the Beis Hamidish. So he says this, he Miksha. The Menero was Miksha. What does Miksha mean? It was like a solid piece. Which means that the Jewish people are basically one single entity. So the Mokr, the Knesset Yisrael, which is the source of the Neshamis, where does that source come from? That's basically miksha. It's the menorah. Just like the, the menorah is basically, it wasn't, Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, he has to take one solid piece and form the menorah. He had to form the seven branches and form, it was very, it was very, uh, it was like intrinsic, very complicated. So the source of the Jews are basically all one. It's just that, as we're gonna explain in a minute, through the source, Basically, you have extensions from the source that divide out. But the source of the Yidin are one, like the Menera is one. Now, he, Amishalek, is Veshimeneris. The Menera is branched into seven lamps. Now, he says that the Jewish people are divided specifically into 600,000 general souls. And each of these 600,000 is subdivided into 600,000 specific souls, as it explains in Tanya Paraglamid Zion. So, if you say that there's 600,000 general souls, and those 600,000 have specific souls, how many souls basically do you have? It comes out that you have 360 billion souls of Klal Yisrael. Now, in general terms, the Jewish people are all included 
in the 70 souls of the Yidin who originally went down to Mitzrayim. And these 70 souls can be further categorized in seven general categories referred to, refers to, referred to as the seven lamps of the Menera. So you have the, the souls, the 600,000 subdivided souls, which come from the 600,000 general souls. Those 600,000 souls come from the seven candles. Those seven candles come from the niksha, basically come from, come from the, uh, they're, they're one. And where do they really stem from? The seven neiras stem from the shivim nefesh, from the 70 souls of Mitzrayim. Basically, what the Rebbe is establishing is that the Jewish people are compared to the seven branches of the Menorah. He says, like this, the Jews, they come, the Yidin are compared to the seven branches of the Menorah. It's very, many times the Chassidus explains the seven branches of the Menorah basically refers to the, there's like seven different uh, characteristics, the seven different types of personalities of Yidin. So, who's the one who lights this? This is Aaron. Hine Aaron Shishivina Dematrinusa. Aaron is referred to is referred to it was referred to as the escort of the queen. Who Aaron Koyan Mikhail Elyon. This is Aaron, who's a Koyan that serves Hashem, who is Kael Elyon, who's exalted. And he is the one of the seven shepherds of the Jewish people that nourish us uh, spiritually and give and give uh, over Hashem's revelation to the Jewish people. So just like you have a chosin kala. So a chosin kala have shushavinim, uh, they have escorts. Why is that? Because the Chasantala, they're very shy, they're embarrassed. So you have to have Shushivina that basically bring them, bring them together, give them the confidence they can be together. The um, Ara and Amesha are basically the Shushivina of, of the Klal Yisrael. Amesha Rabbeinu is, so to speak, the, the escort for the Abishter. And Aaron is the Shushavina for the Yidin. So Aaron, is, his job is to light the Menera. He says, So Aaron nourishes us, Duruchnius, by causing the love of Hashem to shine with like a, a fiery yearning to connect to Hashem. So that the love goes up in our hearts like a flame that rises by itself. In other words, the Aveda of Aaron is, like he says, that the, that the, just like the fire has to be ignited, and has to be lit by itself, so too the love that we have, that the Ebeshter, that Aaron is nourishing us, has to be that we have this like fiery flame of love that rises by itself after it's ignited. And through this, you're fulfilling the mitzvah of 
loving Hashem. So that we accept when we say Our enables that this love that we have in Kirishma should be experienced in absolute truth and fixed in the hearts of every youth. A person by himself, since this person is involved in physical and material matters, he will not be able to accomplish the love and fear of Hashem if not for the Hashem helping him. And this help is a love from Hashem from above that draws down the person towards him. And this comes after through Aaron. Okay, so just to recap what we learned, and we'll continue this in Mr. Hashem. So we started off, the Altarebbe asked, the Indian Chronicle, did this Hasal establish a net of Hanukkah Dafka on candles? In other words, there was, uh, it was a war. The Yidim were victorious. And then there was a miracle that lasted for eight days. Why Dafka, when we want to commemorate the miracle of Hanukkah, why Dafka on Neiris? Why Dafka on candles? Other Nisim, for example, Pesach, Yusuf Mitzrayim, we had Matzah. And on Purim, we, we, we have Yemei Mishta Vesimcha. Pare and Haman and, uh, wanted to destroy the physical Gufim of the Yidim. Now, Shankin, when it came to Hanukkah, the Syrian Greece never wanted to destroy the actual, in other words, there was a war. And there was a lot of millions of Jews, there was people that were killed. But the intention of the war was to protect spirituality. It was a, it was a physical war but to, to protect spirituality. That's what they were fighting about. So we see that basically the candles, there's something in the message of candles that's why the Chazal Dafka were Kaveh the candles. We brought down the Pasuk says that Kinev Mitzvah that when it comes to a mitzvah I compare it to a lamp and Torah I compare it to light and the way to life is with constructive criticism. So the Altarev asks what does it mean the way of life well, way of life. We said there's Torah, there's mitzvahs. What other way to life is there besides the Torah mitzvahs? We explain that the the marshal, just like a actual oil, the oil itself is not the is not the light. And Adarab, if fire is going to be fall into oil, it's going to extinguish the fire. But nevertheless, the oil is the one that actually brings out the fire. It's megal the fire, keeps the fire in existence. Without the oil, the fire won't last. So, so too in regards to a mitzvah. The mitzvah, really the ultimate precept of the mitzvah, is higher than any understanding. But it's really through mitzvahs that because of the mitzvah, Hashem, the mitzvah draws down the Torah, which means that we have Gemara and we have Masechtas. What's, what's every Masechta, let's say Kesh Tzachim or Kiddushim, whatever it is, Brachas, it's all explaining what the gather of the mitzvah is. So because of the mitzvah, we have Torah. Like because of the oil, we have the uh, light. And because of the mitzvah, because of the mitzvahs, we have Torah. Um, 
Um, and then he says that to understand this in Avedis Hashem, so he says that we know that Aaron lit the menorah twice in the day, once in the morning and once in the evening. And in the morning, the Torah says that while lighting the menorah, cleaning out the menorah, he should bring incense. And Uba'alis Aaronis and in the evening, he should also have Yakudenu. So the Alter Rebbe asks, why is it that in the morning the Torah uses the terminology behetivur by making it better, and by ben arbayim the Torah uses the expression ba'alis? So the Alter Rebbe says that Knesset Yisrael, which is the source of the Neshamis, is called in the name of Menera. Why is it Menera? So he says that just like the Menera is it was one piece, so all the Yidin really are one. And they're divided into seven. And specifically, there's 600,000 Jewish uh, souls, which those 600,000 have subdivided mitzvahs, as he explains in Tanya. And they all come from the 70 nefesh, the Mitzrayim. And then we explained that the, the, it all comes from the seven candles, these seven, or the Shivan Nefesh, these seven candles are lit in Dafka, are ignited through Dafka, through Aaron Hakain, who Aaron Hakain is the escort of the Yidin, that he uh, is through Aaron, the Dafka, he gives us Elikus uh, in Knesset Yisrael, that we should, that love and, and, and love that we have to the Ebershter should be burning in a, in a revealed way. This is Dafka through Aaron. And this is, when do we accomplish this? This is Dafka through, uh, through the mitzvah of Kriya Shema, 